Welcome to Botter's News Podcast. This podcast is all about staying ahead of the curve through the implementation of personalized one-on-one conversations with your audience. We focus on designing personas, the conversations they are having, and the technology that is enabling the dialogue. Here are your hosts, Hans and Jerome. Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining the 20th edition of the Botter's News Podcast. My name is Hans Vandenberg. And my name is Jerome Vendelin. So uh, in the past, we had an episode about uh, mobile ethnography, which is uh, a qualitative research method. And uh, because of that podcast, we bumped into more qualitative research uh, and uh, um, interesting uh, aspects of it, talking uh, to some clients. So we deep dived into more qualitative research methods and how you can do that with the bot um, and uh, and what are critical tips when you are interested in doing that. So of course we talked a lot about customer service and we talked about uh, engaging with consumers, uh, but how let's suppose that you are a uh, soup brand, for example, and then you want to do uh, some qualitative research. So in this podcast, uh, we would cover uh, what uh, qualitative research very briefly, what it is. Uh, of course, a lot of people hopefully know that already. Um, we deep dive a little bit in, in it to understand it uh, to the fullest. And we will then go through the conversation design and see what you need to need to be aware of when uh, putting qualitative research uh, into a bot. But before we start, um, please uh, visit our our course, our foundation course at botimplementation.com slash PMC. It's a uh, it's a, a foundation course on bot implementation on the bottlenecks and and the showstoppers and also how you can use the bot implementation formula to implement a bot. So let's uh, lead the way and go into some more qualitative research uh, conversations and interview questions and how that will work. So you first uh, yeah. cover a little bit uh, what is qualitative and quantitative, right, Jerome? Yeah, I think, let me stop you there, Hans. I mean, first of all, bloody hell, we're at number 20. Uh, I think I think this is, deserves champagne again. No, I mean, yeah, again, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I never imagined that we would have 20 podcasts. Right, so, from a distance. Yeah, cool. From a distance, during coronavirus, um, quarantine, staying at home with family all around you, and we're still doing podcasts. I think it's, uh, it's worth... Uh, a bit of an applause. Right, right, right. Yeah. Keep, keep steady going, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> keep on trucking. <laughs> right. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Makes okay, sense. back to the back to the research uh, right. story. So, yeah. I think the key question that we had is 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 really research. We started a little bit last time with the research story with mobile ethnography and that piqued a little bit our interest as well and, and the questions that we re- that we received Clearly, there is a clear, keen interest in this area uh, when it comes to bots as well. And I think from all the literature that, that both you and I read, there is clear opportunities in this area for, for a lot of the botters out there. I think this is really an area of, uh, of where automation can bring pr- true value. Now, there are a lot of players already. I mean, when we looked at this quantitative research, so really survey type of based research, a lot of bots are being used already. What really, I mean, what piqued my interest, and I think yours as well, Hans, is 
qualitative. And here you come to the almost the holy grail is, is it manageable or is it not manageable? And, and here it's really about the essence of conversations, right? I mean, whichever, when you look at qualitative research, it is purely a one-on-one conversation or in a group conversation, but it's really about that conversation that you have with another person and that is flexible. I mean, uh, there's nothing more flexible than a qualitative discussion where you can go in depth and so on as well. Now, with the with the clear, uh, with of course in mind, uh, what you would like to know from that person about the certain your situation, right? Because uh, absolutely, like a very broad. It's of course it can go all the way and everywhere, but you will need, of course, an interview guide on on what you at least want to minimally ask uh, that yes, person that- on the other end. Yeah. Yes, rather than the, the standard call to action is buy this product or buy this training or anything like that. Here it's really the, the essence of the conversation is about getting that knowledge, getting that un, uh, knowledge that that person, that respondent in front of you has effectively. Now, and, and I think one of the key things and that when we started deeping, deep diving into this as well, it's, it's really we saw that this clear link between on the one hand the qualitative and on the other hand the quantitative, whereby in the quantitative really about defining hey, what is the assumption we have and this is why you need to have that deep going discussion and an in-depth discussion with the respondents and the qualitative which is more okay we already know more or less which direction we're going so now we can frame it with a bot and and simple do the questions back and forth and and keep it a little bit on uh, either use it through a facebook um, chat bot or any other linear bot where you really start talking about okay these are the questions that we've seen these are the issues that we've seen now confirm them with a larger audience i mean qualitative is always and is still what we're seeing very very small audience um you had it's it's the one-on-one interview or in the group interview where it's really about going in depth in the in the topic and here very clearly i mean we're coming into the territory of 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 basically a non-linear board now the way we tackled it is as we tackle anything that we do with our podcasts is we go through our formula. Um, For us, we have the five key points within our formula and our formula is really the, our guide towards how to set up the ideal chatbot in almost any subject that we do. I mean, we start always with the key point, the discovery in which you want to understand what is the core essence, what is the issue or the pain point that we see in in a business, in a market research agency, in a CPG, in, in any company that we have, where we really go in-depth in terms of what audience are we talking with, what is the business problematic that we, we have, and um, why, what is the pain point that we have that we need to address. Right. And in this case, of course, hey, when we do, when we start, hey, when you, for example, as a CPG, you would start... Uh, uh, identifying or you want to identify new opportunities then you have a clear goal on why you would start your research and then more particularly you would start with qualitative research first Uh, qualitative research first and that's then you would also list in this discovery uh, to list the qualitative research objective uh, the, the the main research question uh, and 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 all of that below and start with that. Uh, that's uh, that's the key thing. 
And that's what, what we see as the discovery deliverables. Exactly. Good point. Yeah. Yeah, and then we come to my most, well, my favorite phase, which is really the design phase in which we're talking about what are the personas. And here it's very key that we're talking about the personas of our people, of our respondents. And here, let's face it, in any research environment, you have to be very, very clear on what is the target group that you are effectively researching. That is the core to any research, and that is really critical to understand what is going on. Then, naturally, from our side, you need a bot. Your bot needs a persona. It doesn't. It shouldn't be a human, but it needs to be very, very clear in terms of what kind of uh, sentiment does it have, what kind of brand does it represent, what kind of uh, which in which way does it communicate with these respondents? Is it in a super um, jovial tone? Is it in a slightly more formal tone? And all that depends very much on the persona that we have in front of us as a respondent as well. And from there, we come to uh, our idea, well, to my little neck of the woods, which I always love, the conversations, and which is really what are the conversations that we have, and we'll go a little bit deeper on that later on as well, in terms of um, how to get to that core research question. What is the overall question that we want to answer, basically, that has been identified in the why phase? And then... Naturally, what technology do we need in order to get that across? Eh? What is the technology that we need in order to get this um, off the ground and, and get to the core of that question? In this case, we're talking nonlinear already, so that already limits a little bit some of the technology and uh, bot platforms that are out there already. Yeah, so step by step, huh? so we can have a look now at first the discovery and what's critical there, and then go to design and implement and and see how we can move this forward in turning uh, this uh, this interview research interview into uh, into possible conversations right exactly exactly so then let's go to the discovery phase so in the discovery phase and we said it already this is really where we start with the why so for instance let's take an example we want and this is what hans already mentioned we like our soup so for instance what is a new soup moment we want to know about a new soup moment out there yeah? um so here it's really key about what are the what is the research question that we're trying to answer so are there for instance different moments for eating soup how when which moment why etc so it's really the essence that we're trying to get out with our, discuss, uh, with our discussion, with our respondents in terms of getting those different moments of eating soup, the background, the why, and so on. And then from that research question, we build, and this is really crucial, our interview guide. Now, when you talk about a bot, it's very core. These are your core questions. This is your backbone, basically, to your chatbot in terms of, in terms of your nonlinear chatbot of getting those questions out there and, and, and driving the answers. So assume, in this case, for instance, 10 to 30 questions that are needed in order to answer that research question. Yeah, and, and, and stick with your approach on, of course, how they how you do it now, right? Uh, that, that's exactly. fine. Create your interview guide, create questions, sub-questions, just leave it as is. Uh, don't bother too much on thinking on how you would turn these into conversations. We will we will go into that in, the, in further the design phase. But, of course, when you would implement this, 
<clears throat> as a bot specialist, um, at least make sure uh, that you, of course, get this. And that's, of course, the foundation uh, hand that you would start with uh, after the discovery that you will uh, that be handed over and that you then can have a look with the client or, or yourself in, in starting uh, uh, designing the conversations. Exactly. So when we talk about design, now, I will not talk too much about uh, personas. Uh, in this case, uh, let's assume we are very clear in terms of who are personas on terms of respondents, the audience that we're going to have the discussion with. And we've set up a fictitious, um, fictitious bot, which is basically able to confer with our audience as well. But when we talk about the conversation here, we're really clear about one key thing, which is we need to go for qualitative research at least. We need to go towards a semi-structured uh, research, semi-structured um, uh, questionnaire, because otherwise, uh, which ultimately results in a non-linear chatbot as well. Because yeah, so have we have indeed in, in quantitative, uh, uh, it's very structured. Um, yeah. In qualitative, you have structured and semi-structured interviews. And indeed, uh, most of them, uh, uh, the interviews in, in qualitative research are semi-structured, meaning open-ended uh, questions uh, with a lot of text. That's, that's preferable. Uh, you're not going to ask them, uh, do you eat breakfast, yes or no? And then uh, like with the linear bot and then go through it. That's not what you want to do because then it's too narrow and you don't get the good quality from a qualitative research perspective. So um, we need to make sure that we have a semi-structured approach. That's a non-linear chatbot approach uh, with, uh, with open-ended questions and, and, and thus a lot of text but potentially, right? And if you get the text in a bot by letting them type it in, or letting them uh, speak in voice, and then you would uh, go from voice to text. Uh, that's uh, yeah, that's all possible from a technology standpoint. But you get a lot of tasks, meaning the answer to a certain interview question. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And I think more importantly as well, and in particular when you have text, there needs to be an overall response on the basis of the text that has been input by the respondee. And this, this is really what makes ultimately a real conversation. And this allows you then to go more in-depth as well um, uh, in your discussion. Hence, right. non-linear. Now, we've put together a little, a little example. Basically, for instance, in the case of our soup, uh, the re what we wanted to start with is really a starting question. And I think... This is key when we talk about conversation. It is a conversation. You need to slowly guide uh, uh, the respondent into the conversation as well. So, for instance, imagine we will start a question with, how do you prefer to take your meals? Whereby the respondent can give a response in terms of, for instance, I don't really sit down. I take my time. I take it on the go. Now, from here, you slowly break down basically the key elements in the discussion. You will never go towards, okay, what is your new latest soup moment? Tell me about your soup moment because effectively you're framing the discussion way too narrow as well. And on top of that, there are very few respondents out there who, are know, who know what you mean by a moment. So here it's really about easing the respondent into the conversation and getting down to the nitty gritty. The next question could be, or a more drilled-down question could be, describe your uh, morning eating routine. 
like more uh, normally i don't take a lot of time for breakfast but i get ready to run out the door and eat on my car for instance but this when i talk about a family with small children for instance can have a completely different message and a completely different answer as well and your bot will need to be able to take the keywords out and effectively build on that in order to continue the overall questioning on it then from there is for instance when you say okay normally i don't take a lot of time for breakfast but i eat in my car then okay so you eat in your car then do you prepare your food at home or buy uh, along the way it is really about having that confirmation on the response that they're having and then build from there on the next line and getting to the nitty-gritty of the, the, the research question, basically, that you want to have answered. Right. So, yeah, in the answer from a bot perspective, in the answer, you have to really establish and find the intents yeah, and possibly find them out uh, on what, what they mean with that answer. Uh, so that's why it becomes highly uh, uh, nonlinear. Uh, conversation because it can go anywhere of course with your main interview guide as the basis right because the interview guide is still there uh, to make sure that you answer all the questions so that you have all the conversations as we say it and that you at least go through all of them the good thing is that when you are an interviewer uh, it's always pretty challenging to cover everything because you need to know everything. And a bot, of course, will definitely mark it down one by one if they asked, he or she asked, depending on the bot persona, but if he or she asked all these questions or did they have all the conversations, that is a good thing, right? Because the bot will definitely make sure uh, that every conversation is covered and that you've been through everything. Exactly. And it's really, I think that is one automatically one of the key benefits that you can have with a bot is it will go down. It doesn't matter whether it's tired, whether it's late in the day or whatever, the question or at least the conversation that you're going to have will drill down to the same level of information that you've drilled down by the, the first, the second, the hundreds or the thousands of um, in- respondees that you are interviewing. But I think what is key here, and this is really key when we're doing all the discussions as well, is as it is a conversation, it is sometimes extremely difficult to not be too narrow in your discussion. I think we've seen that when when you build bots as well. It is you're responding on the basis of an overall reaction, and usually you don't keep in mind the more qualitative type of restrictions that you have when you talk about questions. Here's really about uh, making sure that you have the nice, uh, the right equilibrium between going to very narrow questionings or very driven specific question is how do you like that color red? The color red is absolutely fabulous towards more like what is your overall situation into so that on the one hand you don't go too broad and the other one you go, go too narrow, but you slowly like when you're sitting in the pub, you're breaking down your discussion and you're really breaking it down to the key elements of your discussion as well. So that ultimately you cover all step. the intents that are out there. Right. Step-by-step step approach. 
Exactly. Then key questions that we need to be careful of as well. Again, we are in a bot and in a bot, sometimes we need to take very, very good care of the restrictions that we have when we're doing market research as well. Leading questions, double barrel questions for those out there in market research, they are no stranger to this. These are some of the most common uh, mistakes that are there in the industry as well and that are happening quite a bit. So you need to be very, very careful that with the more informal type of conversation aspect that you have, that you don't automatically fall in the trap of building leading questions or double barrel questions. A leading question could be, for instance, did you have any problems operating the product? Naturally, already here, you're talking about problems, whereas, for instance, um, you're raising more or less this idea with the respondent that there is a problem in the situation. Or you can ask them, just tell us about your experience. Then it keeps much more open and you don't direct them towards a negative situation or a positive situation. When you talk about double barrel, it's really about two different things which are asking you one question. And let's, again, here it's about your informal, more informal language usage that you have within a bot um, because it's a different, after all, it is not a survey questionnaire a list of questions that you're trying to get out here you're tr still trying to do an overall conversation you need to be careful that you are specifically asking only one question and not uh, multiple questions in one sentence yeah the good one uh, the example is how happy are you with the sound and handling of the product that's that's those are two things right uh, and uh, that's too narrow so so uh, how did you experience the sound of the product that's again a lot better right then it's more uh, happy is already uh, more leading and uh, uh, being having the sound experience of a product that's uh, that's definitely a, a little bit better uh, that uh, that gives you an open answer yeah exactly exactly now then in terms of language and i'd have talked about it a little bit already here as well we need to adjust the language to the audience. And I mean, it's key when you build your personas and when you build the persona of your bot as well, we need to be very clear on what is the type of language that we're using. Is it for a younger audience? Is it for a slightly older audience? And so on as well. And on top of that is use everyday language. I think very often when researchers are asking questions or where botters are asking questions, you fall back on your standard jargon. Uh, your standard industry terms and so on as well. I mean, soup moments. Who the hell will know about soup moments? It's, it's, it's really critical that nobody falls back on that and that you ask basically uh, simple, non-industry-related uh, wording, but wording that, that resonates basically with your audience. Avoid ambiguity. I think this is really key when you're asking uh, do market research is, and particularly when you're building a bot, ambiguity sometimes happens. But here it's around removing that ambiguity because ultimately the product that you're trying to get out is not the respondent buying a product, but here it's about getting information. And, that is and, 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 and to iterate on that, as you can see here, it's already quite difficult to have a good conversation design in a bot. And that's an engaging and that's a great conversation. And now you have to be aware, of course, also of qualitative research um, boundaries uh, yeah. that you don't um, uh, 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 yeah, mistakenly translate a interview question into a conversation that is becoming legal, leading 
uh, or, or, or double barrel or, huh, or makes it complicated uh, as such. So that's definitely very important that when you translate, so to speak, or convert or how you want to call it, a interview question into a conversation uh, that you take into account the conversation design, uh, but not uh, uh, take away the clear qualitative research question aspects. Uh, that's exactly. definitely a, a critical, important tip here uh, that you need to work very closely with the researcher when you're setting up the bot. Exactly. But I think also the, the botters need to be very, very clear in that they indicate that it is not like what we said as well when you set up your bot. It shouldn't be just copy-paste of your email. And in this case as well, it shouldn't just be copy-paste of the research questions and so on. You are building a conversation and the botters have that knowledge and have that skill set in order to make that into a conversation design. And an interview is indeed a conversation. Yeah, yeah, sure. Exactly, exactly. Then be short and to the point. I think everybody gets that as well. Don't ask a 20,000 or 10 lines of questions and so on. Keep in mind you're doing it on a mobile. So on a mobile already, the the number of lines that you have in a chat are very, very limited. Don't go beyond the three lines because people simply do not have the energy to go through miles and miles of text. And that's not the purpose of it as well. And it's not a conversation. And then the last one, and this is really key and in particular for uh, when you build about bots, bots are about performance incentives. So basically, great, thank you for filling in um, that response. Thanks for clicking, great. What you need to keep in mind here as well, and it's, it's, I think everybody knows the Pavlov effect. And I think here is very, very key. Don't fall in the trap that you're offering incentives on the basis of response because then it can be construed by the respondent basically that they, the fact that they responded positive gave, got them a positive reward. And then they go in that, that direction further, right? <laughs> exactly. And yeah, then you, all, the entire research is basically tainted, tainted by this kind of behavior, whereas you're, the only purpose of your comment was to try and push them on towards the next question and so on. So here you need to be very, very careful where you put these kind of lines in in order to keep that momentum going in your conversations. Right. Then, uh, and this is more for qualitative and so on, uh, it's more about future behavior. So again, here, it is not an MPS score as well. Qualitative information is about getting to the depth of things. Don't ask people to give a rating between uh, 1 and 10 on a certain behavior and so on as well, or would you be likely to use it in the future? It's really about the now, the how, the what. So in order to really understand what they're doing at the moment, and on the basis of that, you can derive it basically for the future behavior. And then I come to um, the conversations and the, and the intimacy, the conversation intimacy model. Now, for our loyal pod, pod, um, podcasters, um, they already know that um, our conversation intimacy model is a key model that we're using in our chatbot development as well. It is basically a tool with which you derive um, the level of intimacy or the level of intimacy you can have in your conversation versus duration of the conversation. For instance, question one should never be 
to get uh, a clear understanding in terms of uh, give me your email, give me how old you are, give me your um, telephone number, etc. You slowly and gradually build up a level of confidence with your respondent, with your convers- with the other side of the conversation as well. So it's really key about building this into your um, conversation, your survey or your um, qualitative um, research conversation as well in order to make sure that you don't scare off your respondents straight in the beginning or drive towards a certain behavior by going too personal too fast. So important here is that when you have your interview guide that you think about that as well, right? There is a certain structure. Uh, uh, We're not saying that it's not there. Of course, it needs to be there in your interview guide, which questions come first and which comes after. Uh, We we just call it the conversation intimacy model indeed because of the duration. How intimate are you going to get? Um, That's, of course, still very critical when you set up your conversations uh, also in a non-linear way, right? Because you could jump from one branch to the other with one intent to the other going through all these questions, uh, but always be aware and test this thoroughly, of course, to do so. In case you have not listened to the podcast, it's podcast 18. So botimplementation.com slash 18 is about the conversation intimacy model. So keep that in mind. Exactly. And then from there, let's say we finish with the overall structure in terms of conversation design and move on to more or less the next phases, which is implement. So after discovery, then we design and then it comes about implement. And implement is, the essence of implement is really about test. We test the functionality and the line of questioning in a small audience. We really go through a key testing in order to to see whether the answers are understood, whether the feedback is relevant, actionable, and whether it's complete as well, whether we really need to tweak or adjust uh, to our chatbot in order to get the right response, which is an ongoing process and it will be more and more refined along the way, but it's really critical in order to have a proper running bot for especially this kind of purpose as well. Yeah, and if the order is correct, right? If you have the right order, right intimacy at the right time, that's critical uh, to test here. And uh, also to see how people respond to the conversations. If they give an answer that is related uh, to the conversation or to the question in the conversation, because you might want to translate something different from the resource question into the conversation where people then think like, hmm, this is something else. As, as Jerome mentioned, uh, keep it short and simple and sweet, then it still needs to be very clear what you're asking of, of the people, of the inter- interviewee. Uh, and that remains definitely a, a challenging task in conversation design. Exactly, and make sure that your testing audience have a, is is there with a, is looking at it with a critical eye, and is not afraid basically to to highlight any issues or any issues that need to be solved. Cool. Then, key takeaways. Now, one, and I think this is something Hans, we always come back every bloody time uh, when we're doing this as well. It is the bot. The bot is the interviewer. However your bot is not human. So make this clear. I will stride it up front you know, when you go into the conversation as well, that everybody's clear that they're talking to a bot and not to a human. 
the response level will never be the same as well. And you're still trying to build up an overall uh, trust with it. On top of that, bots, by indicating that the bot is not human, first of all, it gives a certain... For for some respondents, they give a little bit of a, a warm blanket around them of security because they're not talking directly to a human and as such cannot be immediately judged as well. And I think that is key in particular when you're doing research questions as well. Second one, we are talking non-linear bot. For qualitative, it is non-linear bot. You need to go to the depth of things. You need to have a clear, in-depth interview with your respondents to understand the nitty-gritty and the key uh, problematic that is out there. Then my favorite, KISS. And here I've been very nice. Usually I use a lot of swear words and I apologize for that as well. <laughs> but here it's about keep it super simple. Yeah, I made a wonderful um, way out. Short questions, digging down to the details required in conversation form. It is a conversation. It is not a questionnaire. So please, if you're planning on doing a questionnaire, stop it now and, and move on because this uh, will basically work just as well on any web page and so on as well. And then for the both health score, and here it's really key as well, for all of you who've listened to the podcast 18, what Hans already referred to as well, where we're talking about our, our, our intimacy model, here it's really about the bot health score, which is your checklist of what needs to be in a bot, such as your fallback, your keywords, your introduction, uh, and in this case, for instance, talk to an interviewer. It is really your fallback when something goes wrong, and it can always goes wrong, uh, go wrong as well, that you have something that is ultimately your backbone to your entire conversation, all the elements that never change and that are crucial to having a working, fully functioning conversation that you have. Cool. So, yeah, that's great. Uh, um, any, uh, any great quotes uh, that, you have, uh, that you've seen, Jerome? That you've yes. I've, so I found one... Um, so this one, I, I liked it quite a bit, which is, what is research but a blind date with knowledge? I think it's very poetic, honestly. But it is, and this is what we keep telling as well, is when you build a chatbot, think of it as a blind date. You are, when, you, when you have a blind date, imagine you with a beautiful or, or with, the perfect, with the perfect counter half, is sitting at the bar, for instance, you uh, ease into the conversation. You don't automatically tell them your social security number or you don't ask them about the social security number. You ease into the overall conversation. Your first question is not how many children do you want, for instance, but you slowly build it up and so on as well. This is exactly the same. However, here you have one key purpose. You have one key purpose, which is that is the core to why you're building this chatbot is you're building knowledge you're gaining knowledge from the audience and so on so as such what is research it's nothing more than a blind date with knowledge i love it yeah cool 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 well yeah so just before the weekend we're of course launching this on uh, on friday 
podcast 20. So in case you're interested in, uh, in also uh, uh, doing a course, uh, then go into botimplementation.com slash PMC. So the link is also in the show notes. If you want to ask us a question, uh, you can also do that and botimplementation.com slash ask. So not a problem at all. Let us know. We're glad to help, especially also in this time. So uh, thanks, of course, for listening. Uh, have a great, safe weekend and uh, uh, talk to you uh, next week. Thanks, Jerome. Great, uh, great insights. Thanks. See you. Bye.